Welcome back to the Made by Google podcast. I'm your host, Rashid Finch, and it's the final episode of the season. And we have something special for you. Rather than me coming up with questions, I'll take questions from our super fans that we've been receiving. And today's topic is none other than Pixel Fold. It's our first foldable phone, and it's had a great reception. And you had questions, so I'm not going to keep you waiting. Let's dive straight in. Our guest today is a product manager for Pixel Fold, George Wan. George, welcome back to the pod. Great to have you once again. The last time we spoke, the Pixel Fold was announced, but not in the hands of people yet. But it is now. So just wondering, what does that feel like? Thanks for having me again. It's really great to be here. To actually see it in the hands of users and to even to be able to chat with friends and family and and just people externally is great. But we actually get to get real feedback and the feedback's been really positive. So I'm actually very excited uh, and it's been a great, great opportunity to just learn more about how we can continually improve and and how we're helping people. Now, typically reviewers, they publish their reviews of the device in newspapers, on their websites, all at the same time. So I'm just wondering, how do you experience that moment? Are you like excited? Are you sort of in fear? Like what's going to happen? Where were you when when those arrived online and in print? Yeah, so so how it generally works is we have an embargo. They get the devices ahead of time. Yeah. And so it was on Monday for us and I was sitting beside my colleague and he's like, are you going to go to this next meeting? And I'm like, I'm going to be about 15 minutes late. And he's like, why? <laughs> and he said, well, the reviews come out. So I think I got online around two minutes before and I was refreshing to see when they would pop up. So it was quite an anxious moment. Like I said, I was very excited to get the feedback and obviously hear how people thought of the, the device. Now, this is the final episode of this season of the Made by Google podcast. So it's a little bit of a special one where we basically only have questions from our super fans that are very excited about Pixel Fold. And of course, George, no one better to ask those questions than you. So I guess we'll just kick it off with a question from Luke. And he is wondering, when was the first time you saw a prototype of the Pixel Fold and what was your initial reaction? So I can't specifically talk to exactly when I saw it and the duration of the program and things like that. But I can tell you that when I did see it, it was like a mixed emotion. So when I got it in hand, it revealed that we had made some of the right decisions around the form factor and the design, mm-hmm. and specifically how we focused on the outer display and making sure that that was usable. And then when you unfold to that large display for entertainment and productivity. But when I got it in hand, just having labored over this for such a long time, I automatically realized some of the things that we needed to continue to improve to get to the device that you know users got in their hands this week. And so it was this mixed emotion of like amazing. Like we had really made some really great decisions and I was glad about that, but we had so much work ahead to really make a final product. So that initial prototype you saw and the ones, the final devices people have in their hands now, are, are they like worlds apart? I wouldn't say they're worlds apart. So the form is is effectively the same, but the polish and actually you read in some of the articles, people are saying, oh, it feels really premium. It feels uh like very thoughtful. And uh, to get to that level of thoughtfulness takes a long time. So let's get to the next question from Edward on firsts, basically. How do you see the Pixel Fold changing the way people use their devices? Have you already seen, you know, people in the wild using it and how it changes the, the way they use smartphones? When I think about the Pixel Fold, you know, I really believe with this new form factor and the decisions that we made, that it's really going to show users 
there's really no need to compromise on form or function with this design. Mm-hmm. The users that we're focusing on are people who want an ultra-premium pixel experience. In this new type of form factor, we're focusing on things like multitasking, entertainment, and really want that to be intuitive to users. With that in mind, we needed to ensure that you know we were optimizing the full end-to-end experience, both from the, the design and the hardware, and I talked a little bit about that, as well as you know the experience of when they do use the device like that. So for example, you know, we thought about everything, you know, we thought about things like even transitions. And what we noticed is is that because of the decisions that we made with the proportions and the aspect ratios and the feel in hand, you know, you'll often start your journey on the outside screen, Mm -hmm. easiest to get access to. But you'll realize this is a really large screen in the inside. So we thought about everything from optimizing that experience about folding to unfolding it and really how smooth that is and how that can be a delightful experience for our users. So, you know, really just wanted to make sure that we gave something that was uncompromised and really brought delight to our users. The next question comes from Andre. What is the most challenging part of specifically building a foldable phone? This one's an easy one for me because we spent (laughs) so much time on making it perfect and making sure that it was was great. was really the hinge, uh, without a doubt. And it was challenging in many ways. Just a hinge in a device like this that you use continuously is challenging. Mm-hmm. But then we also challenged ourselves from the design to want to make something that was thin and durable. We had to focus on those two things and we had to make sure that it stood up to the test of time. So there would be times where we would be folding this device over and over again, myself in particular. But then, you know, we got smarter uh-huh. uh, and we also built a several machines that open and close this device repeatedly such that we can make sure that it's the test of time. Now, this might be some sort of a noob question, George, but look, I, I have a door over there. It sort of opens and closes. Why is a hinge on a foldable phone so much harder to make than any sort of other kind of hinge that we're used to in life? It's a great question because you find hinges everywhere, right? Yeah. You know, I've worked on this for so long. Now I notice hinges all the time and I'm like, oh, well, how's that feel, right? And I test it out. But to your question, mobile devices are really interesting devices because they are with you all the time and they have all of this stuff inside it. Like if you ever have the chance to open one up, mm-hmm. it's really impressive what's in there and you give it a beating. For example, I was preparing breakfast this morning for my kids and they dropped the device, right? Uh-oh. And so you want to build something that obviously fits the form, but also has stand the test time, like I said. And so being thoughtful of that and being sure that we can deliver something that, that is amazing to use every time you open it and close it, but is also sturdy. And so we focused on that. And we're really excited to say that it is the most durable foldable hinge that we've tested out there. I guess there's always going to be a question about bezel. So here we go. It's from James. And he's wondering if there is a technical reason the bezels of the fold were designed to be wider and if it could have been narrower. The way that I start with this is not just get into the reasons why, but kind of give you the thinking of it. Sure. So really designing a truly helpful product and what we are striving to do was to design a product that we wanted our users to use day in and day out and really not make them think twice about it. And so for Pixel Fold, really what that meant, was one of the key challenges of that was, like I said, making a device that felt good in your hands as well as in your pocket or purse or wherever you put that device. And one of those ways was to design it to be very thin. So to design an ultra thin device like this is very difficult because like I said, there's many things that need to go inside a a smartphone. And so 
one of the ways that we realized that was impeding that was actually the hinge itself from making the device thin. So as we looked at, you know, how traditionally it was done and how it could be improved, we realized that the hinge itself had mechanisms all across it. And that was actually impeding us from making it a thinner device. And so we realized, well, the smart engineers realized that there was a, an interesting way that you could actually pull the hinge mechanism to the ends of the device mm-hmm. and thereby allowing us to flatten or thin out the device even more. What the outcome of that is it creates a small bezel, but we are also thinking, well, how do we improve on that as well? And so we put the inner front camera there such that, you know, you had a great camera experience as well. And I'm excited to say that we have not only an ultra thin device, but the best foldable camera. And so we are thought about all of these things, the durability, the actual usability, the thinness of the device, and other areas like the IPX rating for water resistance, just to give the peace of mind to our users and really to build a device that they can they can have confidence in. So I guess hardware design is all about compromises all the time. So are you saying the slightly larger bezels lead to a much thinner device? And that was sort of the preference above thinner bezels. In short, yes, but we also looked, there were other things that helped along the, the decision path. And additionally, putting those at the at the ends of the device, the, the hinge mechanisms also allowed the device to get more durable. So we thought it was a, a worthy design decision. Sounds great. We have a question from London from SJ, and he or she wants to know what your favorite Easter egg or feature is in the fold. So are there any Easter eggs maybe to start there? And are you ready to reveal them? I don't think we're ready to reveal them just so that people can actually find them themselves. Totally. But I can just say generally for myself, a feature that I I really enjoy beyond the folding and unfolding and kind of that experience is really the split screen because I use it all the time. The example that I was using last night is I often work with colleagues in Asia. And so I'm on late night calls here being in California, but I have kids and and I'm doing multiple things at that time. And so I'll often be multitasking and so be prepping dinner on a call, a video call, which is usually on the top, and then on the bottom, which I'll use either have a document or I'll be planning something because I'm always planning things. And then often what I do find is if I need those extra couple of minutes to actually get dinner ready or prep something up, I'll often uh, use the device as well because the kids love it as well to kind of prop it up in front of them and maybe put on a, a short television show so that they can get through them to the next uh, interruption. Amazing. Let's get to Emily. And she's wondering how the specs of Pixel Fold compare to, I presume she has one, a Pixel 7 Pro. I think first and foremost, we're really excited to say that with our focus on Pixel Fold was really to bring that great Pixel experience forward. And so a lot of those experiences or nearly all of those experiences that you get on uh, the Pixel 7 Pro and the Pixel 7 all come forward. And that's not just a promise from Pixel Fold, but across the lineup, we really do want to allow all our users, independent device they get to get the great experiences. I think particularly around Pixel camera, the same computational photography that is used in you know Pixel 7 Pro or even Pixel 7 is brought forward. And so some of the great experiences that you experience there, like Night Sight or Magic Eraser or Super Res Zoom, you know, coupled with the great hardware that we put in there, the five times fold telephoto, really allow you to do some amazing things. But there's even more that we can do, right? Just for the fact that it's a foldable, it has a mm-hmm. hinge that can hold its own state. It has multiple displays, multiple cameras. So things like rear camera selfie, which which allows you to take a selfie with the rear cameras uh, using the outside display as a the viewfinder, or the tabletop mode, which allows you to you know prop up the device 
So I think there's a lot you can do, both the great things that you expect from Pixel, but also new with this type of device. I guess also having just Tensor G2 in there, just like in the Pixel 7 Pro is a big deal because I know some other foldables, they might not have like the state-of-the-art chip in there. That's the secret sauce that enables us to bring all of that forward, right? Like I said, the computational photography, all the call assist experiences, everything from call screen, direct my call, things like that. And for specifically for for the foldable, it allows us to get performance out of it, to do things like the multitasking, many different apps open, as well as some of the smart things that are, that are coming in the future, like dual screen interpreter mode and things like that. Now, of course, at Google, we, we never speculate about the future, so I'm not going to ask you to do so, but I'm just still wondering now that that product is out, like what keeps you busy then now that it is uh, in the hands of people? This product, it's so funny. Yeah, I was talking to one of the engineering leads and he's like, oh, George, good work, you know, and really excited about it. And you can relax a little bit. I'm like, I cannot relax for another year or more, right? Right. To be very honest, you're always reading, always getting feedback, whether it's through customer contacts or it's through forums or it's through reviews or even, you know, I even go and read the reviews on on some of these e-commerce websites or carrier websites and things like that. You know, we really uh, leave no stone unturned here and it's great. It's, you know, it keeps us sharp and really helps us take a pulse of what, what users want and what users like and what they're disappointed by. Yeah, I, I guess that might be one of the largest misunderstandings. People think the product is out, so now sort of the journey is ended, but maybe it sort of started now. It does, right? It becomes real now. For us, it's just, for a long time, it's been just continual refinement, but we try to learn from what we've done and then continue to build upon it and listen to our users. And, you know, they know better best than us, right? They use it in ways that we could never imagine. Now, as you know, George, we always end, and especially, of course, this episode, the final episode of this season of the Made by Google podcast with a top tip from our guest. Uh, so now that people can actually finally try Pixel Fold, what is the top tip you would give them? What is the one thing they should definitely try uh, with the device you created? So it's not one that you'll see in marketing ads or... But the thing that I find often, because I have kids and things like that, is I often prop the device kind of like a book, but slightly open on a table. Mm-hmm. And we'll either be taking a video of ourselves and because then you never get to leave someone out of the capture, right? And my kids love it, right? And so just kind of using the, the device in its many different modes, you'll find that it's very flexible and, and allows you to do interesting things that you never thought about. So that I actually learned from my kids. It's like, well, you could put it in that, that way. And I'm like, oh. These kids are smart. <laughs> so It's yes. pro- probably the most flexible camera in, in that sense that we have to offer then. That's right. That's right. Excellent. George, thank you so much for joining us once again on the Made by Google podcast and hope to have you many times more. Thanks so much. I appreciate the time. Thanks again, George. It's been an honor to have you in the final episode of this season of the Made by Google podcast. And what a way to close. I think we'll do more episodes with questions from our super fans. And a big thanks to you for listening to the Made by Google podcast. It's been another great season where we got to know a lot more about the people behind your favorite Google products. Taking a little break, but don't worry, we'll return with season four, maybe in, I don't know, how does October sound? Make sure you're subscribed to the Made by Google podcast so you get notified once we're back. I hope you'll enjoy a great break as well. Really looking forward to meeting you again next time. Take care and talk soon.